0: It's gonna sound like I'm being overdramatic with this, but I don't mean to be. It's uh, actually my like first memory as a kid was uh, my mom and dad driving me up to a lake somewhere in upstate New York, and they gave me a birthday present, and it was one of those old uh, the rubber 12-inch WWF figures of uh, Big John Studd and Hulk Hogan, and that's literally like my first like concrete memory like at all.
1: You just heard C.T. Jones of the Buddy System, a dynamic, independent tag team out of Dallas-Fort Worth. Coming to the lane first from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, at a combined height of 12 feet and 1-2. One- Everyone who loves wrestling has a moment where they realize that it's really like nothing else. Here's Danny Burrows on that moment.
2: When I was a kid, my dad he grew up going to wrestling shows in like the eighties with the, like the Von and the Freebirds. So when I was a kid, he used to take me to indie shows that would be like in the back of like abandoned Albersons and like and I, we've actually been able to find the footage on YouTube of like those old shows that I was at. So that's going to shows like that with my dad is what. Uh, is what planted the seeds in my head. And I always liked wrestling the whole time. That was like, oh yeah, there's people that do this that aren't on TV. So like I could totally do this in my normal life.
1: I talked to Johnny Mantell, board president of the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame, about what those shows in the 80s were like.
0: I call it a an athletic competition in the ring, but a little bit of a magic show as well. During the 80s, they would have been called what they called outlaw towns instead of independents. And those shows would be a lot of, they would be 20, 30 guys on a card, and somebody would go to the ring with a posse that followed them out there. And once all the territory shut down, then the independents really got a stronghold and started running.
1: CT didn't start going to independent shows until after he moved to Fort Worth.
0: The week after we moved, I went and caught a show, and it was uh, my first my first time at an independent show and it just blew me away and I, all I could think was like, all right, how do I get in on this? Who do
2: I ask to get punched in the face?
0: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And about a month later, I got in and was able to, you know, start training them.
1: And that's where they met in wrestling school.
0: He hasn't cut his hair since that day. I was actually trying to think if that you was. You really it. haven't. I, don't I really haven't. haven't. I think I have. I think I've had maybe two haircuts yeah. since then. Yeah. Yeah. I describe it as we are tenacious d with
2: wrestling basically uh it's it's sort of all those duos through a history of like comedy and entertainment yeah, yeah. it's like the wrestling version of that like yeah. all the wacky like bill and ted or like really. tenacious d beavis and butthead yeah. Yeah. like all those different duos were like that with wrestling you know what i mean uh christopher hayden actually gave us the name for it
0: he's one of the guys who uh helped train both of us he was there day one for me and
2: uh, and it's so funny. He's such a mean and rough and tough guy with, like, a rocky exterior. And he named us. The buddy he system. He gave it, yeah. yeah. And he, he would never think he would be the person to be, like, come up with something like that.
0: He got it from uh, the movie Heavyweights uh, when they start doing the buddy system when they're uh, in the water. Uh, so he thought, it was like, oh, yeah, I want to use the buddy system. They can use, you know, that call. And uh, we ran with it. And,
2: you know, So much wrestling is, like is giving the audience things to recognize and, and participate in. So if you look back at all the great wrestlers, they almost all had catchphrases. And that's that was like, oh, that's sort of our catchphrase, you know?
1: Shortly into their tag team career, the buddy system felt that they needed an extra punch.
2: Well, wrestling manager, like there's managers and valets and like it sort of sort of goes back to like like boxing and fighting. There's like managers and then and they kind of evolved into its own thing in wrestling. And a lot of times, like you'll see, they'll get they'll get involved with the matches or like or they'll talk on behalf of, of their client or whatever. And then uh, we kind of both had the idea at the same time. It kind of was like a mutual idea where we both kind of looked at each other and were like, oh, yeah. I'd- and it was something that we
0: had been joking about
2: for a while. Like, we'd be like, hey, what if we did this? You know, and we were
0: like, at the time, we're both joking around, like, if we do this, no one's ever going to book us again. I, I we should say
2: uh, our manager is a puppet, yeah, a green yeah. puppet. Yeah.
0: Alfonso is a.
2: He's not a human. He's yeah, a, he a, is a
0: three and a half foot tall green uh, puppet that is unfortunately cur- currently in the trunk of my car.
2: He's okay though. He's fine. And sometimes people say Muppet. Uh, he's not a Muppet. He's a puppet because we don't want to get sued or anything like that. He's definitely a puppet. Yes. Uh, and it's just different. Like yeah. you just you see a lot of wrestlers like cut promos, but then you see a a, a green thing cutting a promo. Uh, to me, I think that's way it's more fun. It's something different, you know. But yeah, he's he's uh he's a good manager.
1: The Buddy System embraces the DIY culture that first attracted them to independent wrestling. Making their own gear and merchandise, creating videos with Captain Beans for Facebook. It all goes to show just how much heart is behind this tag team. But what's next for the buddy system?
0: You know, now it's just a matter of okay, well, what can we do that's different, and what can we do that we haven't done before? Because you know, neither one of us want to constantly be retracing the same steps or using the same things that we were three years ago. Right. Mm-hmm. We want to,
2: yeah, we want to get better and enjoy it. Like yeah. for me, I just wanna I'm just focused on enjoying it, just enjoying where we're at and what we get to do. Because it's easy for a lot of people. I don't know. Like we we still do um, like just the independent smaller shows, but like that's still. It's like we're wrestling really isn't that old in what we think of it. So like we're literally living history of wrestling right now and like important stages of it. So it's just it's cool to be like, oh, we're we're like getting to see that from a certain perspective in a kind of way, you know, like I can remember being at a show, watching a match. And I can still remember that match now. I mean when I went back and found the match from twenty years ago, you never know, like that what there might be a kid in the audience who will never forget that for the rest of their life. And to me that's like that's that's all it's about is like affecting people. like if you can do something and affect someone and they'll never forget you and it'll inspire them to do something or, or entertain them at least, I think that's just enjoying that is really what it's about.
1: I want to give a special thanks to johnny mantel and everybody at the professional wrestling hall of fame in wichita falls texas if you like what you heard this episode you can like the buddy system on facebook they have a new episode of captain bean's bootleg theater coming out in the next few weeks the music used in this episode was warm embrace by masked man And I'm Dana White, and you can follow me on social media at 0013Dana. Thank you for listening to the first episode of the Behind the Indies podcast.